Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. You know, how do you approach, you know, what to say, you say what not to say, and I just want to... Um why not talk about the product? So yes. that's, yeah, that's kind of one. So yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. It is a whole, it, that, that's a whole topic. Um, so yeah, so, you know, say you're, uh, whether, whether you're a new person, or you're an intermediate, um, it's really important firstly, and now this is talking about as an affiliate or a joint bent partner, you're going to approach someone or talk to somebody about promoting your offer. Um, so how do you do that? The first thing you've got to identify is who should you be talking to? And this is very, very, very important. If I knew this in the beginning, I'd have got, I'd have saved months and months and months. I had to learn this the hard way. So when everyone starts out, no matter what, this isn't derogatory, you're a D level affiliate. That's just how it is. You're, you know, you haven't got a lot of knowledge. You probably don't have much of a list. If any, you might have your Facebook page, you might have Instagram, you might have a few followers. You know, you don't know about split testing and all this kind of thing. But say, you know, maybe you've got a product or you're an affiliate, you know, you're a D-level affiliate. Then as you, as you move up the ranks and you get a little bit more experience, become a C-level affiliate. And then by the time you become a B-level affiliate, you know, you know about these things like testing and EPCs and ROIs and all these terms that you really need to know by then. And of course, the top of the, the chain is an A-level affiliate. Now, the biggest, biggest, biggest problem, mistake people make, including me, was you're a D-level and you start reaching out to A's and B's and mm-hmm. you just have no business doing that. You're wasting your time and you're certainly wasting their time as well. Um, they just, you know, I mean, they aren't interested in any way, shape or form with having a conversation with you. And I mean, not knowing that you get, or I mean, I didn't know that. So the second thing people do, they reach out to the wrong people and then they talk about, they approach them the wrong way. Now, believe me, I did all made all these mistakes. This is how I know. So I'd send an email, which again, isn't a great way to connect anyway. I'd send an email to somebody and I'd say, Hey, such and such, I've got this amazing product called mind movies. It co- will complement everything you're doing. Um, I'm sure you're going to love it. Now, there is nothing right with what that sentence that I just said. Nothing at all right. <laughs> everything, I, everything I said was wrong. And I wonder why I didn't get anyone responding to me. Number one, never, ever, ever talk about your product. You're not trying to sell them your product like you are your prospect, right? You're selling them you. You're selling your ability. You're selling them okay, this will, my product will do what it say. Yeah, that's the only thing you're selling about the product. But even before you get to the topic of what your, you know, uh, you know, uh, about your marketing ability and how big your list is and these sorts of things, you just can entirely make it about them. Uh, you know, hey, such and such, I admire you. I follow you. I've bought all your programs, which is a great idea, by the way. Don't be cheap. Buy their programs. Um, you want to pop up on their radar, promote their, their stuff. Even if you've just got a Facebook page or an Instagram page, 
do say something great about them or their program or an article they wrote and tag them in it personally. That's a really good way to show some, you know, reciprocity, really. I mean, they haven't really done anything yet for you, but, but to show that you're interested. Then when you do get them on the call, now I'm talking about if someone's a tier above you or two tiers above you now. Like if you're a D and a D, none of this stuff matters. It just be, hey, do you want to promote me? I'll promote you. No one cares about list size. No one cares about, you know, your EPCs. Ds and Cs, it's fine. What I'm talking about now is when you're either you're, you're a B or an A, you're a C, any level, and you're going up a level or you're at that level. Just think of it like this. You, you want the deal more than they want the deal. <laughs> this is how you approach it. Always what's in it for them. So love them, love them, blow smoke up their bum. You know, you're a great marketer. Or I follow you. But here's the most important thing. I'd love to, if you haven't spoke to them yet, I'd love to jump on the phone and find out how I can support you more. So what are you saying there? Hey, person that I don't know yet, I want to send you some free money. Who's not going to reply to that? But if you were to say, hey, person, um, I'd love to see how we can work together. Well, now you're asking for something, right? Now, if you know someone and you're, again, you're, you're a lower level tier, that's fine. But just, I'd love to find out how I can support you, send you more money, not send you more money, but promote you, support you further. Have you got five minutes for a call? Then when you get on the call, don't ask for anything. Just same thing. Um, look, I haven't got much of a list, but I've got a Facebook page or I do have a small list or I've got a small Instagram following. Um, you know, I'd love to, I just love your stuff. I'd love to promote you. Can you tell me how I can do that? Now, here's the thing. People always say to me, well, when do you ask? <laughs> when do you ask? Here's the answer. Never, never ask. Wait for them to ask. And that's the hardest thing in the world to do, but that's what you have to do. But here's what will happen 99.9% .9 of the time. Even if, you know, you're, they, they really can't promote you. You're just two, you're a D and they're an A, let's just say. It's just not going to happen at the moment. They will say something like, no matter what, they will say, oh, so tell me a bit about your business. Okay, then you can tell them. Don't ask to promote. Oh, is there any way I can support you? Then you can ask. Or this is what I say if I end up talking to someone who's a much lower level, you know, and say it's just not an appropriate, appropriate fit. I'll say, hey, well, um, great. Well, let me know when you've, you know, got your numbers or, you know, you've got a few runs on the board. I don't say it like that. But, you know, like basically let me know when you're meeting our criteria. Reach out to me and I'll be happy to promote for you. See, so rather than getting a no, rather than making empty promises, um, both of us are happy there. I've basically said, yeah, sure. When you're ready, I'll promote you. So the call's not wasted for you or them. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, some of the early strategies I know I used, you know, was, you know, not just sharing 50-50. So talk about the revenue splits a little bit, especially to those that are more beginning. Well, I'd say even more intermediate here. Um, and just some different strategies. I know like when I was sure. like way, way, way beginning, I would give you know, sometimes 70%, sometimes 80%. I mean, Ron Legrand and I still do a lot because obviously he's in the big real estate space and I'm a wealth building space. So we'll do, instead of tracking the back end, we'll do 80 on the front and nothing on the back. Do you want us to just talk to the revenue? Because I don't think a lot of people understand that there's variance to that. It's not always just 50-50 or 
something like that. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. And you know, Laura, what I was saying about, you know, when you're approaching people, if, yeah, if, if you're the one that wants the deal more than them, and you know, maybe it's, maybe they've got a much bigger list than you. Maybe they're more experienced than you. Um, you know, maybe their product converts better than yours does, for instance. All of those things, you can get very creative to your point. One way is if you've got a list, you can say, hey, look, um, I'm not sure how my product will convert, but if you're prepared to promote it for me, I'll, um, if it doesn't work out great, I'll reciprocate with the same amount of traffic. We call it a, a click swap. Now, that's a great way. Normally, people you have a relationship with, you're going to do that with. But maybe you say exactly what you said, Laurel. Oh, hey, um, uh, I can't do a reciprocal because I don't really have a list, but I'll pay you 70, 80, 90. Honestly, if you want the deal, offer them 100%. If you don't know your numbers, and here's the thing. People go, well, if I pay 100%, how do I make any money? Well, the thing is you absolutely make money because you get free leads, free customer leads, free prospect leads, and it costs you nothing. Now to do that with any other medium, it costs you money. If you don't make any, you don't make any. It's actually a great deal for you. And here's the thing. Remember, if you don't know your numbers, they are still taking 100% of the risk. You're taking no risk. If the thing does, if the convert, if the thing converts it, you know, it should convert at a couple of dollars, say minimum. If it converts at 10 cents, well, that's, they get 100% of 10 cents. Because the thing is, the, the person promoting is always taking 100% of the risk. You're taking no risk. Whether you're paying 50%, 80%, or 100%, they're taking all the risk. And if something converts in an EPC of 10 cents, well, they're getting an EPC of 10 cents. So they've just been majorly burnt, <laughs> and it's cost you nothing. I don't suggest you do that when you know your, your thing converts at 10 cents. But I'm just making that point that, they are taking all the risk no matter what it does. So, so don't feel scarce-minded about getting some free traffic. If you've got to pay out 100%, pay out 100%, especially when you're starting out. Are you kidding me? God, I, all day long you'd do that. To build a free list, get free numbers, you know, Absolutely. the money will come. And at the end of the day, you're building currency. Your currency in this world is, is your list, you know. Glenn, we got to kind of wrap this segment. Uh, on the next segment, those of you listening, we're going to talk uh, really purposefully about joint venture, joint venture hacking. Before we leave this, though, you know, a lot of this conversion happens with the webinar. What's the number one secret behind making your funnels convert? Oh, man. Well, I have a few secrets, secrets there. Um, I'd say the number one is when the, uh, and I've used this in, probably seven different niches, maybe eight even. Uh, it works every single time. When someone registers for your webinar, I do post-registration upsells right there. Now, sure, you may have seen this before. Some people do it, they don't do it well. But if you do what I'm about to say and you follow this guideline, it will work and it will make you a ton of money, extra. And what it is, it's basically something like this. Make the thing that you're offering, your first OTO, you only have to have one, something that's very consumable, not a, not a, um, a course 
or even a book. A book isn't, isn't even great, but especially not a course. Make it something very consumable, like an audio or a download, you know, a very simple report or something. And the reason I do that, I say that is you don't want it to affect the person from potentially turning up to your webinar. You want to enhance it. So this is the positioning I always use. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for registering. Before you go, I've got something that will complement the webinar and prepare you for it beautifully. It's just a quick downloadable meditation, a visualization, a something, something very consumable. Like I said, um, it will help you prepare for the webinar. That is the crucial part. Um, we make, we, we have a couple of other ATOs there, but we literally make 30% of our overall income from that small piece right there. Just by getting prepared before they come. Yep. Good, yep. love it, simple. Yep. Don't you find, just to wrap this segment, Glenn, don't you find that, I mean, simple is still, simple works. And a lot of people overcomplicate it. Oh, it's always. And me and, I mean, it's I could, always been my favorite. It's always been one of my favorite sayings, simple, stupid. Because, you know, we make, we make things so complex, especially these days with all the choices and all the whatever. But, you know, I've always said this. When you've got a really, really complex problem, if you break it down and then you break it down and then you break it down and then you break it down, you go, oh, my God, I can't do that. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. When you keep breaking it down, you can break it down into something simple. And people just overcomplicate even that process, mm. I, I feel. I always go for simplicity, always have, always will. So Glenn, before we leave this internet marketing section, talk about the, just a very simple funnel, but it's made you millions, like uh, when COVID hit, like what, what did you do? Yeah, it was, it was kind of what I was talking about earlier about pivoting. And uh, I thought, okay, we've got to think outside the box and, you know, we got to think about, you know, giving stuff away for free and, and really like helping people through these few months because remember back then we were like, oh, this will be over in two months. And I, I think we all really believe that, two, three months. So I thought, what can we do to do that? And obviously still hopefully make some money. I was just kind of hoping to get through those few months um, and then be back to business. So that's what it kind of caused me to come up with this style of a $0 trial. Um, and it, re it works so well um, that we still use it. Um, on many of our different funnels, but this is basically what it is. You know, I'm sure you would have seen, oh, okay, a zero. Okay, don't pay now, pay in 30 days. I mean, it's the most common thing in the world. So I flipped that a little bit and just changed the positioning to um, after we'd run, say, a promotion, um, let's just say it was a, for a $17 product, let's just say. After I'd run the promotion, um, I'd then do a follow-up promotion and I'd say, hey, um, you know, basically with everything that's going on right now, um, what we've decided to do is pay nothing, not pay nothing for 30 days and then you pay, right? Pay nothing until all this, is, the dust is cleared on all this nightmare, you know, enjoy the benefits, hope a little help you get through this. And then and only then, you know, in 60, 90 days, um, pay the $17. Now, you see the difference in the positioning there? It's, it, because it, I'm thinking about what is going on in the prospect's mind here. They're just frozen in fear. 
Oh, give them three months. Oh my God, it'll all be over in three months. I'll be fine then. And you know what? I mean, it was very sincere. Like if they weren't in the situation in the 60 or 90 days or whatever it was, I mean, they really didn't have to pay. I mean, it wasn't some, you know, it wasn't anything um, dis, uh, dishonest. It was, we were really, really trying to help people, you know, and it worked overwhelmingly well, overwhelmingly well. But here's the thing that made it work okay for us from a financial perspective. And I was kind of a little bit, I wasn't sure whether to do this. So we run it the way that I just said, and it worked. We thought, geez, I wonder if we're going to get any of this money at all. You know, from a business perspective, we're like, well, you know, we really do need to get it. Some, some of it anyway, you know, even if it isn't 60 or 90 days. So what I decided to do, but again, this has got to be in a cool way. I act, I gave an even bigger discount after they took the zero trials. We did it for 90 days and for 60 days. And like I said, we still do it. And this is this made the difference to them. When they took the the zero dollars, we then we offered them something else. We said, "Look, we know in this turbulent times, you know, we've you've got you know you've got three months from now to pay. If you're if you'd like to take advantage, we're going to give you an even bigger discount. We're going to give you it if you'd like to pay now for just nine ninety five. Now, the thing with that was it's such a small amount of money. I mean, we tried it with all different price points and it does still work. But I think that we found that we would get 50 to 60% of the people would take that. So all of a sudden, this $0 trial, we were collecting, say, I don't know, half the money up front. Whereas even with a 30-day trial, you don't do that. And yeah, sure, after the 30 days, yeah, you're waiting a long time, 60 or 90 days. It worked out quite well, better than a normal trial would anyway. So that's really the, the whole strategy. It's give it free, change the positioning, make it at least a couple of months. You know, I mean, in these turbulent times is always going to be the case, right? Um, and then offer it for an additional massive discount. I mean, it may not be worth your while to do this, but in our case it was. Um, at the bigger discount. And uh, yeah, that's the offer. Really simple, but really effective. Love that. And I assume after the nine, nine, you know, five or that, that $9 offer, it's called a 10, that then you just move them through other funnels. Yeah. You know, that was, that was kind of a progression a few months later. I was like, well, I can't be offering upsells, upsells there. But you know, then I thought, well, hang on a minute. I didn't think I could offer the $9 thing too. And I mean, let's be honest, like we're really helping these people. We're saving them a lot of money, getting them to take action. You know what I mean? So it's like, it really is a, you know, I felt really good about it. And then, uh, and then of course we had some other programs that complement these things, but they're all lower ticket though. And I'm like, you can't really offer them. And my marketing manager said, if we did it in a cool way, we could. So all we did is just, we did offer another up. So we said, look, I know times are tough. Um, and look, I'm glad you took advantage of that. If you're in a position right now, we do have a few other things to show you that will help you. That's it. See, that made it cool and not tacky. Now, if we'd have just gone straight into an upsell process, it would have been, it would have been terrible, you know, because we weren't speaking to them in, in the mindset that they're at. And That's it wouldn't brilliant. have been congruent with the front of the offer. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And brilliant, brilliantly done. So those that are uh, listening, we have a part two coming up just around the joint ventures, joint venture hacking. In fact, Glenn has a free gift. Those of you that are interested, always go to asklaurel.com. You can uh, put in your name, phone number, email, 
ask a question, make a request, and also get some uh, great gifts. So uh, there'll be a link in the uh, show notes that you'll be able to get Glenn's gift on JV Hacking. And um, we look forward to hearing from you and have you listen on the next podcast. Again, you've been listening to Laurel's Real Money Talks. We'll be back next week with part two. Listen in. So Glenn, to kind of wrap up this joint venture and affiliate marketing conversation, there is this place of picking up the phone, you know, and uh, you know me well, I'm always the pick up the phone. <laughs> I probably pick up the phone too fast, but when do you pick up the phone in that relationship with an affiliate? Well, yeah, it, it's more the lack of picking up the phone. Um, I mean, this is, this is the most, this is the silliest thing in the world to me, but we all do it. Think about this. This is, and this was, 10 years ago, this was really, really bad. So you can imagine how bad this is, as in people not using the phone. And it's like, it's so crazy to me. Think about it. When someone calls you and they haven't sent you a text, you're literally like, what the hell? Looking at the phone. What the hell? How rude. They didn't text me before they called me on my telephone. <laughs> like, think about how silly that is. It's a telephone. <laughs> it's not a text device. It's a telephone, you know, but we're all ended by it. And uh, so I obviously got this and uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm, if you want to be in the relationship business as in the joint venture business, it's just not a good way to be. So this is what I'll, I, I, I am recommending you do. And I'm going to, I'm a bit of a, a data guy. I have the data to back it up. So I'm going to tell you how much more effective it is too. So rather than when you, now this is someone you've met, you have some relationship with a little bit, you know, uh, you might have met at an event, you might have met online, you might have had a couple of uh, conversations. This is someone like that. So just to, just to clarify, instead of sending the text and saying, hey, have you got time for a chat today or whatever, something like that, you call and people are, oh my God, no, you can't call. Let, wait till I, I finish this and you'll go, okay, I can do this. So I call and I say, if I get a message, it's pretty much the same as if they answer. If, if they're not busy, they're going to answer. If they answer, they're probably not busy. But if they do answer, first thing you say, hey, um, uh, hey, such and such, have I got you at a good time? Um, yes. Okay. Look, I was just in the middle of something, just in between meetings, something to keep posture. You're not being desperate. Thought I'd try and catch you real quick. So you're giving them posture right? You're not making out, they're sitting around. Could be, this, is, this is all psychological, right? Just thought I'd try to catch you real quick. Um, I'd like to blah, blah, blah. Now, that's if you get them. If it's a message, exactly the same. Hey, I was in the middle, so thought I'd try and catch you real quick. No problem. Um, I'd like to talk to you about X, Y, X, 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 X. Hopefully a benefit, a benefit to them. And then uh, I'll follow, this is key. I'll follow you up with a text message just to make sure you got my message. Now, what have I done there? Then I send them a text. Hey, just left you a VM. Give me a call back whenever it's convenient. What have I done from the, what the hell? I've switched their mindset to, wow, he actually called me, left a message, then texted me. Now, what do you think the response rate is? That? compared to if I send a text and say, uh, can you call me back when it's convenient or can we get on a call? Do you want to guess, Laurel, what the effectiveness is? 80. 80%? 80%, yeah. It's 300 times 
Really? 300 times more effective. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you how I know this. I've been teaching this for years, this one thing. And I realized, I don't know, this is years ago now. I said to my JV manager, you know what? I know this is effective, but let's get some data on it. And it was coming up to a launch or something we had. And, you know, I had X amount of affiliates. And I said, well, you're going to reach out to them. I'm going to reach out. So we split the list. And I said, half your list, half my list. We're going to do what we normally do and just text them or email or however we normally communicate. Hey, can we have a call? And the other ones, we did this and we called. 300%, triple the people called back or text back and made the, uh, the meeting than the ones that didn't. And these were people we knew. So, yeah. If you just do that one thing <laughs> leading it. up to a promotion or when you really want to get hold of somebody, again, don't cold call someone like that. But if you have any relate, I mean, I do this with my friends. <laughs> if, if, I, if I really want to talk to them, I do it with my friends. Same thing. You know, and every now and then they'll hear me speak or hear me teach. So they go, you do that to me. Yep. And I go, yeah, of course I do. I needed to talk when I need to talk to you. This is what I do. <laughs> and you know, what's interesting about that, Glenn, yeah. that I think uh, most, most people organizations miss is the voicemail is most people. I believe, cause I know I'm guilty of yeah. it. That right. They don't answer. They hang up. They don't leave the voicemail. Then follow it with a text. Most people would call, maybe text, but they're missing that one. So I just want to put a big exclamation point on that because yep. I think that's your defining piece. Yep. And here's, you know what? I just thought of something else, and I'm sure people listening to this might even offend some people, but you know me, I'm <laughs> going to tell you because I want to help you. Um, the other thing that is really, really, really bad, again, this is in, if you're in the relationship business, not the efficient um, efficiency business. This is if you're in the relationship business. Um, you're 100% right, Laurel. People don't leave the voice message because maybe the person has said something like, I don't check my voice messages, so don't leave a message. If you want to get hold of me, send me a text. Do you know how bad that is? Like, do you really know how bad that is? What you're saying to that person is you're not that important. So do not leave a voice message because I'm so important. I won't have time to listen to that. You may have taken the time to send me a voice message, but I'm not going to listen to it because I'm too important to listen to that. If you want to get me, you're going to have to text me or don't bother. That's basically psychologically. That's what that's doing. You know? So all I'll encourage people don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that. <laughs> Um, I know that getting texts is much more efficient, but if you do have voicemail, at least just say, I can get back. To, if you want to say about text me, you could just say, Hey, look, I'll, um, I'll give, leave your message. I can give you a call back definitely today. Um, but I do only check my voice messages a few times a day. Um, if you do send me a text, I may be able to get back to you quick. I still don't do that, but that's not as bad if you really want to do it. I personally just say, I don't want anyone to think that I think that I'm too important for them. No matter what level of business you are, the only time this is a, actually works, and, and you'll know this, Laurel, on a sales, in a sales pers uh, perspective, you want the prospect to feel, you know, feel like grateful. Oh, put set thing on my calendar. You've got to text me. Well, that's strategic. That's not build a relationship with somebody, you know? Yep, yeah. I would agree. 
I would agree. Glenn, amazing input. Um, we actually have to wrap this up. So those of you listening, I uh, would go back, listen to part one on internet marketing, listen to this uh, part two. Again, if you want, uh, Glenn has uh, graciously given us a JV hacking gift and you're going to get it in the show notes, the links below. And at any time, please, we're totally accessible. Go to asklaurel.com, ask a question, make a request, and our team will be right back out with you. So hope you enjoy listening. Again, share our podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks, and uh, we'll be back next week. Take care. So this is Laurel, and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, Take my quiz. Go to integratedwealthsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities we call them, that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you, you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Okay, and then a different call to action. This is Laurel, you've been listening to my podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. If you'd like a conversation one-on-one -on -one with one of my team members, the easiest thing to do is call my office, 775-588-9200. Say, I would like a one-on-one -on -one with someone on the team. The other thing you could do just to go get some gifts is go to laurel.club, L-O-R-A-L.club. Laurel.club is a place where you can get a free ticket to my marketplace. You also can bring a guest to the marketplace, fill out a profile, and get a whole bunch of gifts that we uh, really want to get some feedback. I want you financially literate. The biggest challenge people have isn't that they have a resistance to money. They just don't know about it. So let me help you. And you're here on this podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.